Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we will have a conversation with the stakeholder relationship manager of IOPSA, Ms. Lorraine Moy, to discuss what role the stakeholder relationship manager fulfills, as well as what led Lorraine to achieve this role and challenges and opportunities that she recognizes within this role. As I've mentioned, uh, with me in studio, I have uh, Miss Lorraine Moy of IOPSA, um, and I also have my anchor, Mr. Steve Brown, also from IOPSA. A very warm welcome to the both of you, and thanks for joining us. Hello, Willem. <laughs> very excited to be here. Hi, Willem. <laughs> Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, let's hit the brakes. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulate If Plumber. Right, so so Lorraine, um, before I fire away with all of the other questions, as we usually do in our podcasts, uh, I'd like for you to just introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, what is your current position? As I've mentioned it in the introduction to this episode, what is your current position with an IOPSA? Uh, please give us some uh, some career background and what it is that led you to achieve this new position. Um, and there's a couple of other questions also that I'd like to ask about. Okay, um, I'm Lorraine Moy, as uh, Willem so eloquently put it. I am the IOPSA Stakeholder Relationship Manager. Goodness, it's been, a, I think, a four-year journey to get to this point. Um, I initially, I'm just going to start all the way from the back, uh, from the beginning. Initially, I studied financial information systems, la la. Uh, which is computers and accounting. I thought it was two separate things. And then they're like, no, we're going to combine them. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a bit rough. Uh, we were 135 first year. Then we were 90. Then we were 38 in third year. So, yeah, it was rough. I got to the end of that and I was about 20 years old. Sure, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, and I thought to myself, I can't do this. <laughs> I do not want to do this for the rest of my life. And at that point, my mum had become a plumber at the age of 38. Uh, then I was like, let me do what you do for a bit. And I obviously went on the journey, became a qualified plumber. And in 2015, we got invited to the border region. Border regions in East London. I'm from the Transkei originally. I know I don't sound like it. I grew up in Cape Town. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> grew up in Cape Town, but I was residing in the Transcars. I was residing in Butterworth at that time. And we got invited to an IOPSA year in function. I said to my mom, come, let's go. You know, see what these people are about. And uh, we got there and they were just you know, chatting about industry things. And I thought, wow, this is interesting. And uh, the chairman at the time, Martin Kachilla, said to me, you know, you ladies should join. And I was like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> He's, and he you know, explained what IOPSA did in the industry and what was happening in the industry. And I thought to myself, this is interesting. And it was just, the, and there's only guys. I mean, there was nobody else there except for guys. <laughs> I remember like when we walked in the door, that guy asked me if I was lost. And I was like, oh. no, <laughs> this is the plumbers, right? I, I'm at the right place. Um, so we joined IOPSA as members in 2016. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Martin Kachilla says to me, so would you like to join the committee? 
And I was like, there's a committee. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Quite organized for plumbers. <laughs> Not really. I mean, uh, so I thought, okay. And I joined the committee. And they made me the secretary. I was like... Uh, okay, okay, so because I'm the girl, I should take the, all the notes. I was like, okay, fine, all right. Let me just see how this works. I have to work your way up. Let me start here. I think note to self, Lorraine. Uh-huh. Note to self: Don't volunteer for anything. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me that five years ago, Steve. <laughs> so, uh, and I remember our first meeting that we had um, was with the building control officers of East London. And Steve Brown actually came down with Gary McNamara, who was still the ED at the time. We had, we had organized this whole thing, and it was like a full day, um, uh, full day event. And at the end of it, and I because I'd heard about Steve Brown, I mean, like it's like the Steve Brown. And I thought, okay. And then I met Steve Brown, and I was like, oh, okay, it's quite a cool dude. All right, I'm not just saying that because you're here, Steve. Um, and he's and he, he said something, and I and I remember it resonated with me. And he said, you know, guys, as I'm sitting here, I'm very glad that you guys have gotten a woman on your board, uh, on your committee. Mm. Um, and she's a plumber, so she knows what the, the struggles are of her industry. Mm. And I guarantee you, this girl's going to do big things. And I thought to myself, my goodness, man, this met me. And I was, I was, I was actually taken aback. I really was. <laughs> and uh, we had our, and from there, the next opportunity was uh, the f- was when the PRB board the the nom- call for nominations went out mm-hmm. in uh, 2017, and uh, I, s- I saw the email come from my ops, and I thought to myself, huh, the worst they can do, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna apply. I'll, I'll try, you know. The worst they can say is no. But my thing is this: I'd rather try than not try. I've yep. always been like that, and uh, I did, and I got accepted onto the board, and I thought, whoa, okay. Yet okay. another accomplishment. Like another one. Okay. <laughs> Goodness gracious. And at that point, I'd heard about the, the, the auditing side of plumbing. And I thought, this is so cool. I want to be an auditor. I'd, I'd, it was just something that I, I wanted. I really, really wanted. I wanted to you know, get onto that site and be just, oh, my goodness. I was very excited about that. It was one of the things I always wanted to achieve. And that happened in 2018. And uh, it, it, it was a hard slog. <laughs> it really was. I mean, the, the the there's a lot of hoops that you jump over. It's not as if you just get handed uh, a document and say fill it in and there you go. There's a lot that goes into becoming an auditor and maintaining the status of an auditor, of course. And um, and I was just so excited. I thought to myself, okay, goodness, sure, all right. And the same year, I won Industry Lady of the Year the first time. I it was a sh- it was a it was a real shock to the system. I was. Wow, I was like, my goodness, so people are actually paying attention to me, and I'm from the backwaters <laughs> of the trans guy. <laughs> people are actually noticing there's this little, you know, this little, I'm quite short. Oh, yeah. I'm quite short, so there's this short black girl who's just running around, you know. And uh, I, was, I was very grateful for it. I was actually not, I didn't expect it. And when I got it, it just motivated me to, you know, to do more and to be better. The next step was uh, the transformation committee. I also set up a transformation committee and they asked for volunteers. And I was like, there, I'll be there. Again, volunteering. It's <laughs> like, I'll be there. Because <laughs> my thing's like, I, I like to poke things in the eye because I want to know. <laughs> I want to be part of something because it's, it's easy to talk from the sidelines. She didn't learn the first time. Uh, the first two times. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, it sounds like it. Yeah, she's taking more and more, uh, putting more and more irons in the fire. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Um, and uh, we got we, we formed the transformation committee, <laughs> and uh, what happened was that at the meeting, at the initial meeting, the, the discussion was who's going to become the chairperson, and all the guys were like, "Lorraine should." I was like, "Yo, just like that." <laughs> 
was like, <laughs> just like that. Um, more on like, the plate. They were like, the yeah, here, here, Lorraine, you chain now. Okay. <laughs> and um, I have to say, it's you know, it's taught me a lot. And I'm, I'm very grateful because transformation is one of the most important things uh, to me. It's one of my biggest projects and pet things. It's, it's one of the things that drive me a lot is transformation. Um, and after that, there's more. <laughs> the following year, I won Industry Lady of the Year, second time in a row. La la la. And I and I did. I was the the MC at the Opso Awards. And then they called my name. I was like, "Sorry, what? Oh, me? Thanks." <laughs> I have to speak <laughs> in like, front of people. <laughs> um, when that happened, when I beca- when I did the MC the gig, um, Brendan had sent me a message to me, Lorraine, how would you like to be MC? And I thought he was joking, so I was like, "Hand over my gold mic." Um, and then the week before, he's like, Lorraine, um, we're just going through the program. I'm like, which program? I was like, the MC. I'm like, which MC? You. And I thought, oh my goodness gracious, what have I done? <laughs> I must say, it was, uh, it was a very interesting experience. It was a lot of fun. Um, we, uh, we had a lot of fun in Durban. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I would do it again, um, obviously after COVID. And uh, from there, I, we then formed Women in Plumbing which oh. is I'm the chairperson of Women in Plumbing, which is his own NPC. Um, <laughs> Just more on your plate. Just more. And I, not like I got anything else to do. <laughs> and from there, the opportunity came up for CPD manager. She volunteered again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the serial volunteer. Um, and then the opportunity came up for me to be the CPD manager at, the, at PRB. And... Uh, you know, understanding what was happening in the market and the frustration of the plumbers and not understanding things. And I just thought that it would be, it would, it would be a great role for me to fulfill as a plumber because I know because I'd get the calls coming in they go off at me and I'm like, are you okay now? Are you calm? Are you ready? Can we talk plumber to plumber now? And then they're like, okay, okay, Lorraine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I worked at CPD for, for a year and a bit. Uh, but then we found, I just found that, um, and the industry found that my, my talents should be utilized in a different area. Okay. And that's where the stakeholder relationship manager um, post uh, g- came into effect. I'm generally a, I'm a pe- I, I like people. People like me, I hope. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I, and I, like, I, like, I like challenges. I've always, you know, there have been a lot of things. I'm turning 34 tomorrow. Goodness gracious, I'm old. Oh, wow. um, but in, these, in the last, you know, 14 years post, uh, from, from time of FIS up until now, a lot of things have happened. I've run a business with my mother. Um, and uh, this, and I've got an understanding of certain things. And one of the things, uh, you know, as a stakeholder relationship manager is building relationships. And I've been able to uh, create relationships with a lot of people and maintain them over the years. Yeah. Um, and my mother taught me that in, in, uh, in life, you've got to make sure that you, you, you be respectful, be assertive, but at the same time, don't, don't be a pushover. Yeah. And respect is a very big thing. And that is why I've been able to, to maintain my relationships because I've got a mutual respect for the individuals that I deal with. For sure. Um, and... Uh, so this role came up, and there's a, you know areas that we we want to deal with and infiltrate with as as you know our opsa. So government being some of those areas, you know the public sector, the municipalities, and as much as you know everybody else is running around doing certain things, there's that that role of somebody actually dedicated to looking at those areas, and also engaging with the insurances, and you know making sure that people understand who and what we do, and our organisations, you know, from PRB to our OPSA, women in plumbing as well. It's imperative that people understand that, and that's where the the, the stakeholder relationship manager okay. um, role came into play. Um, I just 
it speaks to me. I mean, when I, when I found out that it was available, I thought, you know, it speaks to me. It aligns with a lot of where I'm going in my life and what I know. And I've got, you know, I've got in first-hand experience, number one, as being a plumber in the trenches, having worked closely with organizations over the last couple of years, I know I have a better understanding of what we do internally. Yeah. So who better than me to go out there and go and champion our causes? Absolutely. Lorraine, I have to agree. The thing is, it, it is not only, you know, through through what you know and your experience and your competencies and your skills, but also your, your personality and your character. You know, you've, you've worked your way up uh, to, to this position, to where you are now. We've listened to, to what you're saying about your history and your background and where you come from and, and, and how you've worked your way up. You've climbed the ladder by working your way up and earning, again, the things that you've achieved. And, and, but you've also earned the respect the respect of your peers, the respect of your colleagues, uh, the respect of the industry. And certainly you are now also the respect of the stakeholders uh-huh. and those that you have to engage with in that role. Just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. I wanted you to elaborate a little bit more on on the responsibilities and the specific role of the relationship manager. Now we know you mentioned the role and what role it plays, but just a little bit of your of your responsibilities within that position. Um, it's about um, obviously getting our message out and people understanding what the stock of compliance is, what a licensed plumber is, why you need to utilize a licensed plumber, the uh, importance of the certificate of compliance, uh, making sure that we um, we obtain, uh, put it this way, get a seat at the table at certain things. Because, you know, you've got government structures that have m- amazing programs and they, you know, they could have all of that. But at the end of the day, as we found when we uh, attended the Women in Construction Summit last year, was that in the whole in the whole plan the plumber wasn't mentioned once but we're talking about water mm. and uh, you're talking about water reticulation but you're not speaking about the plumber mm. and uh, you know they they have an understanding of what a plumber is but they don't really understand the, the depth of what we do exactly. and also the importance of what we do maybe they do but that does not in that way that we would like them to understand mm. and that's the the main thing is making sure that these stakeholders understand why licensed plumber is so important, yeah. why it's so important to you, why the certificate of compliance is an integral part of this industry and in, and the built environment as a whole. Mm. And that's th- that our main cause. And also at the same time that when projects are created, that are, are thought of and conceptualized, that they do know they need to engage with us so that yes. we can so we can assist them from the beginning that it doesn't go left instead of going right because yeah. the main thing is um, as we've been in you know you find they they have these wonderful programs of however many geysers they're going to install and solar geysers and all of that but then they don't know, understand the fundamentals that only a person with this designation can issue at the COC for oh, wow. that and they don't understand that um, uh, that you now the, the responsibility that when, when the, the certificate gets uh, gets pulled for an audit, why that happens? Why is there an audit function? They don't know all of that. And we've you know we've had engagements with uh, with water and sanitation. We've had engagements with uh, HDA. We've had engagements with them. It's still still in the early stages. Obviously, we we are forming the insurance forum has been reformed again because we want to get and also they've got questions and they don't know where to get the answers yeah. from the, for, to these questions. Yeah. And that's why there has to be a key person that I 
go out there, find out the, find out what the problems are, or what, what challenges are, and then disseminate the information to the to the correct person. Because even if I'm the one going out there, it might that it needs a, a Brendan, a Lee, a Steve, a Nick, or one of my other colleagues. It's just the fact that I need to go out there and make sure that I create those relationships and find out how we then strengthen those ties and make sure that we don't you know it doesn't drop off the bus at any point. Lorraine, I've had one of the other podcasts that I did, my guest actually said to us that, you know, uh, plumbers are hugely underestimated and plumbing work is hugely underestimated, you know, and, and, and undervalued for that matter. It's usually that they see the plumber, the perspective in general is that the plumber is just, uh, you know, it's just a plumber. And and then you, know, you get your, your architects and your engineers and, and, and your designers that will come up and design a, a, a new building structure mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily bear in mind that the plumbing that needs to go into that building it must be compliant with certain standards Mm -hmm. then if they design it in such a way that the plumbing only comes afterwards and then the plumber says but you know what this design doesn't allow for my plumbing that i need to install here to be compliant Mm -hmm. because when you designed it and when you had your initial discussions you didn't include the plumber because the plumber, the perspective is just that, ah, oh, it's just the plumber, and, you know. Yes. And, 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 and it's, so, it's so nice to hear about this stakeholder relationship manager position mm-hmm. that addresses those issues and changes that perspective with the relevant stakeholders and the decision makers out there. Um, do you sort of change the perspective of, of the importance and the value of plumbing and plumbing work? It's crucial, you know. Um, a lot of people just assume that we walk around with our, you know, with our butt cracks, and that's all we know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you and we get the, the, you know, I get what you understand because I had the same problems. You know, being a contractor was that people want these all this, ha- I want everything hidden, I want this and that and that, and I'm like, mm. but you realize according to the standards, you can't do A, B, C, and yeah. D. And then they want to take you to task. And a lot of the guys in the industry are saying, what, what do we do? Because at the end of the day, we've got to work, we know what we do. And that is, as you've so, so put it so well, is that what we want to do is we want to mitigate that as much as possible, mm. because we want to make sure people understand that when a plumber tells you, according to the standards, you cannot do A, B, C, or D, exactly. you need to take that into consideration. The plumber knows what they're talking about. Mm. We are, you know, we are we're one of the most essential services that, that they are. No one can function without us. I mean, um, just try a shower without any hot water or try without showering without any water as well. Um, and, no, and the drainage as well. If you can't, if the, the toilet is blocked, the life is not so great at home. And that's where we come in. And people need to respect that. Exactly. And people, and also another, another part of it is also that uh, we want to make sure that even the, 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 the school leavers, the kids in schools, because we, we're doing uh, school projects as our ops as well, that they understand that plumbing is not, you're not thrown there as, as a last ditch and that it's, it's the, it's a rubbish pile. We put yeah. it that way. It shouldn't be an afterthought it's or a sideline yes. thing. It, plumbing, it should be integral with yes. the planning and the discussions and the, those kind of things. And, that go and, on. and also as a career choice, I think a lot of people don't understand that plumbing is one of it's. It's an amazing career. Mm. The stuff, the things that you learn and and how you just problem solving. I mean, it's it's an amazing career, and that's the one thing. Those are the things that we really, really want to get through to you know, the, the the younger guys, even the guys that are maybe think of changing careers. Is that plumbing is a viable career, and you need to consider it. It yeah. really is that important, and that when you're a plumber, you're not as if you're dumb. I mean, the stuff that we do. I honestly, I was I was terrible at geometry at school, and now I use it all the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's my nightmare. But I'm just saying I was bad at it. But I mean, now I use it all the time as a plumber yeah. because you need to know you need to know things. You need to know angles. Yeah. You need to know degrees. You need to know all of those things. And and there's something that and and I really want people to understand that we are we have the most noblest of all careers. Yeah. Just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy to follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. So Lorraine, within this new position, Stakeholder Relationship Manager, have you been faced with some challenges specifically in that role? Um, the, the main challenges are the fact that um, trying to uh, knock on doors, um, doors that were not previously knocked on, and you're trying to get, trying to find the individual that you need to deal with. Um, you know, public sector is very different to uh, private in the fact that things take a little bit longer to get done. And uh, you've got to make sure that you've got patience and you've got to make sure that you, you keep at it um, and kind of chip away bit by bit. Eventually you'll get to where you're going to. But um, it's, those are one of the main challenges of the fact that you need to really chip away at slowly but surely and keep going. And then if you find that this way is not working, you need to think of another way of how you're going to achieve the same goal. And, uh, but that keeps me on my toes. It keeps me, you know, um, it's, it's, it's one of the things that I, I relish in this role is uh, I like challenges. Yeah. In every shape, way, or form. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me, it's it's a, honestly, um, and I I understand that. And I, not not all the problems are going to be solved in one day. Me arriving is not going to solve the problems of the industry in one day. But I understand that it's going to be a process, and we're going to work at it diligently to make sure that we do get the end results that we want as an industry. Hence the importance of this role. Yes. Stakeholder relationship manager. That's the person who engages with the correct people out there. Yeah, absolutely. So we've chatted a little bit about the some of the challenges that you face, Lorraine, but how about opportunities that you've recognized specifically within this role and specifically for IOPSA? Well, it opens a lot of doors. I mean, people that we've, um, with the guys we've engaged with, like I said, you know, water and sanitation and HDAs and all of that, having engaged with them, they were just flabbergasted that actually an organization like this existed. And number one, the plumbers were so organized. They didn't realize how organized we were. And um, we know we sent them a profile and they said, and you guys are so many, part of so many projects that link up with a lot of things that we do. And um, for it's, it's going to open a lot of doors in terms of the fact that we, we're going to synergize a lot of things and we'll be able to be involved in obviously pro- projects that align with our, with our values and our, and our direction. Um, and that's where the opportunity is for us, is to make sure that we utilize those opportunities and make sure that we cement the fact that plumbing is an important part of it. It's not an afterthought. When you're thinking of when you are designing buildings, when you are taking out, when you're sorting out your tenders and all of that, make sure that the certificate of compliance is part of that. Make sure that a licensed plumber is part of that. Make sure that our ops and members are given a part of that. And that you know that you view plumbers as professionals. That we are not an afterthought. We are professionals, and we we belong to professional bodies. We have aligned ourselves to our association, and that by that measure, we should be given a level of respect. And that is what it is for me: is the fact that we'll be able to um, 
break down barriers that we didn't that we had in the past so we couldn't get past certain things mm. now they uh, they actually really understanding the fact that plumbers are here we're here to stay and we are here to make um we try and we trying to make life easier in a, in a sense so that you know the compliance as most most people think about it is it's a um it's a document that is supposed to make the, your life, you as the municipality, you as the Department of Public Works and Department of um, Water and Sanitation easier because remember the liability, it's certificate compliance, you the licensed plumber are the one who's responsible for that. Yeah. And, and that's why we've got a few municipalities that actually have stated that they want a COC. I mean, we have one in the Great Kai. They actually had it in the building plans where, well, we want a COC for the plumbing. Yeah. Um, we're not going to inspect a COC, that's it. And um, we've got quite a few municipalities that do that that insist on it, and that we want to strengthen that. And we also want to strengthen the relationship between the building control officers and the plumbers of their region, so that they know that if they need to have a discussion regarding this, and that they understand that it's not, the plumbers aren't telling them this to make their to there's not pie in the sky. Yeah. This is actual facts. This is in the standards. This is what regulations are. So th- those are the opportunities that I foresee for ourselves. You mentioned that uh, you know those those uh, um, institu- institutes or, or, or departments, etc., mm-hmm. had no clue that the plumbers are so organised, and I want to commend the industry bodies for that. Um, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. we can we can commend the individuals, you know, and the, and the companies, the plumbing companies, and the plum- the plumbers as individuals, but also it's it's also a thanks to the industry bodies that keep things structured and and, and keep things organized so well done to the industry bodies and and and, and for for keeping that in line it is i mean it's amazing them. um our ops has been around since 1989 so i was two years old when our ops was formed and now i find myself you know working for our ops uh, <laughs> being a, such an integral part of being a part of our ops and obviously the plumbing industry registration board prb has given us a certain level of you know respect because we find we are professionals mm. and you know when you when you when you introduce yourself my first thing when anybody ever asks me what am what do i do i'm a licensed plumber before I rattle on about all the other things in my life, I'm a licensed plumber. That's your old and passion. That's my that's my first thing. That's the first line. Everything else will come second, third, fourth, um, and that sense of pride, that and that sense of um, it's it's an accomplishment. You know, when you feel when I got my first card in in, in 2014, I was so excited. I flashed it to everybody. Because <laughs> to me, it was it was this was. This is it, you know. I felt like I really belonged into something that was just bigger than myself, and and I, and I wish that the the industry and the guys in the industry would understand that you know these bodies have um, what they've done for us is is something that can't be equated into words. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's still a lot of work ahead of us. But what has been achieved in the last, th- I mean, 32 years is is it's amazing. A total upliftment of the industry. Totally. Totally. I mean, uh, Steve would tell me about the, you know their first meetings they used to have. They used to sit on paint cans in the middle of in the middle of nowhere and all of that. And now we find ourselves that you know these these nonprofit organisations are able to to do so much and get involved in so many projects and have they trying to get the plumber's voice out there, which is the most important thing. And uh, we've got to commend that, Lorraine. So besides the the general perspective. Um, of, of, of plumbers and, and, and the fact that they, they, they in, in many instances are underappreciated, undervalued, uh, underestimated mm-hmm. and, and, and that they're sort of an afterthought besides all of that. What other challenges uh, are there in the, in the industry itself do um, you recognize? All of that and then try being a woman with <laughs> all of that. <laughs> 
than try being a woman. Okay. Um, I'm in, in, in I'm a, a male a, dominant. I, I, I'll I'll speak to my own experiences <laughs> and my own life. Um, it's it's when you <laughs> when you're in an industry where you are only 1.8 percent. <laughs> um, that's and even then that's been a that's that's been a a a very how do I say the words. That's been a hot slog because at one point we weren't even a 1.8 percent. Uh, you know, it's been through efforts of you know programs of our OPSA that have had that we've been able to lift up that number. Um, you find yourself being a woman in a male-dominated area in a male-dominated industry, and it's 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 a hot slog. But you know, you've got to keep at it. You know, when I first started, like I said, now maybe first OPSA meeting, the guy asked me if I was lost, um, which was. Very funny to me at the time. Um, and when I became an auditor and I'd um, book audits with the plumbers and then he'd ask, so where's the auditor? And I'd be like, she's right here in front of you. <laughs> I don't know if you can't see me because I'm kind of hard to miss. But, it is uh, me. It's, it's me. It is she. I am a woman, uh, yes. but I am also an auditor. Um, I mean, I've had times where clients, actually one guy opened the door and they started laughing. And I was like, are you done now? So <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I just wasn't expecting you. I thought you were the secretary. And I'm like, no, I'm the plumber. I'm the auditor. I know what I'm doing. Again, perspective. So. Uh, perspective. Um, um, and, and that's why for me also, that's why women in plumbing is so important because we want to change the perspective of the fact that women, we just these weaklings that can just carry on. Um, I mean, I see a lot of things where got apprentices that talk about the fact that they won't let them dig because they say they can't dig. They won't let us carry ladders because they say that we can't carry our own ladders. Won't take carry toolboxes. I mean, you know, you'll be saying to me, oh, Lorraine, can I help you? And I'm like, that's no, fine. I can carry it myself. You know, <laughs> I myself. Know. Very well. Um, but I'm, I'm very big about that. I can, and it's, it's okay for them. Like, I've got it. I've carried heavy toolboxes before. Um, and that's and and that's one of the main things is the perspective. Uh, understand that the males have got it rough, but then be a woman in this industry. But also, then you've got people that are that also champion women causes. I mean, transformation committee, and then women in which which then form, came out of women in plumbing that got formed from there. Our ops has been a very big champion of women in plumbing because that is it's their main thing is that they want women to understand that you've got a lot to contribute to this industry. Um, we know we've got. I mean. Brendan, Lee, Steve, you know, they're big champions of women. I mean, PRB, there's only women that work here. I mean, that's the only woman here at PRB. Uh, also, you know, we're a mixed bag. Um, but those are the champions. I mean, we've got the auditor, female auditors now. We, there's, there's quite a few of us. I mean, yeah. you've got myself, Kate, you've got Jabalile, you've got Tula. Uh, um, I'm still looking forward to that podcast with them. Okay, women the next in, one. Women in auditing. The, the, the women in auditing one. Okay, you can <laughs> let, let us know. We'll show up. Um, so... You know, there's a lot that's happened. There's a lot of inroads that's happened for us in the last couple of years. A lot of work that still needs to be done. Um, but uh, those are the, the, the main things. I'll, I'll put it in my perspective, as my experience of, of being a woman in this industry. But, you know, but me on the other hand, guys know, <laughs> I don't play around. <laughs> they know. <laughs> but Lorraine, I think, you know, you and I work very closely together. Um and I, I think I've seen you grow, you know, from the first time we met and, and where we're going. And I think, you know, industry doesn't realize just how much of a, a dynamic individual that we have that's that's picked up the challenge and, and gone forward. And I think uh, you're a, a shining light to, to any woman out there that, you know, in terms of, of the way in which you do things, your diligence, your your passion and everything else comes through in terms of, of even in the podcast today. And I think that, that really gets there is, is that attitude, you know, of the can-do attitude. Uh, and it's just nothing is too much trouble. And I've, I've seen it over the years where you've just been available. You make yourself available. 
you know, at any time of day or weekend or whatever the case may be to just make a difference. And I think that's commendable in terms of, of just, you know, the person that you are and how fortunate the industry, you know, from the plumbing perspective, um, you know, that they have in terms of somebody that, that, that living, you know, how it's been, you know, from the start to finish, you know, in the trenches to where we go. And a lot of people seem to think that, that you know, if you're sitting behind a desk, you've always been behind that desk. And it's really good to, to hear the journey. And that journey is not finished yet. You know, there's a hell of a lot to, to do as we're going forward. But, you know, again, uh, nothing is... Uh, is impossible if you've got the right attitude it's to just keep going forward and, and making a difference and i've got to commend you for that uh, lorraine thank you very much steve you know steve and i we we work very close together i think every morning half past seven we're jumping on for something or the other there's something going on and uh you know he's one of my mentors and um, i'm very grateful to him, you know, I'm, I'm able to call and say, Steve, this is a situation. Now, what do we do here? Um, <laughs> he'll call me and be like, Lorraine, we've got this problem. Now. What do we do? Or when there's something to celebrate, you know, he's very big about that. And I'm very grateful to, you know, to, to Steve and to Brendan Reynolds and to Lee Smith. Um, they've, uh, they've really helped gr- make you know, help mould the person that I am right now. You know, Adrian Maybach, I could, I could go on with all of them, you know, Richard Bailey, um, a lot of the guys. I'm very, very grateful to them um, because they've helped make me what I am. And obviously there's still a long road to go, but I'm very grateful for where I am and the opportunities that have been allowed um, that have helped me get to the point that I am right now. Well, Lorraine, as, as Steve mentioned, you know, you've, you've achieved a lot and, and you've certainly earned this role of stakeholder relationship manager. Um, I know you personally, um, not just we've worked together and, and it's not just from this podcast that we've had. We've had a couple of podcasts together where you were my anchor, you were my guest, you're my guest again today, <laughs> but I know you personally as well. So I can say to you that, um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's you're the, one of the best, certainly the best or the, one of the best suitable persons for that role. And, and I think that you're going to achieve a lot more within that role. And, um, I think that the opportunities that you mentioned for the role that can be addressed through the role of stakeholder relationship manager, I think those are going to be achieved. Thank you very much, Willem. Thank you for this uh, opportunity for this podcast. Uh, We do appreciate it. And uh, thank you for your time. Thank you, Steve, for your your bits and pieces. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Awesome. Thanks, Lorraine. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, thanks, William. thanks Steve, for, for anchoring us and, and for anchoring me in this, in this episode. And uh, thanks for the audience for having tuned in and listened. Just before we say goodbye, it's time to hit the brakes one last time. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Band podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 